and welcome to episode 93 of our SAP on Azure video podcast. Today is May 19th and together with Robert and Goran, we are here to talk about anything related to SAP and Microsoft. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. So in the recent days and weeks, there has been a lot of discussions around low-code tooling. Actually, both at the recent DSAC event and the Sapphire event, low-code was mentioned all around, I would say. So we thought that today we would like to take a look at the low-code story in general, and obviously look at some of the tools from the SAP side, but then also do a closer look at um, the tooling story on the Microsoft side. So, so mainly, obviously, the, um, the Microsoft Power Platform. But before we continue there, um, let's, as always, take a quick look at some of the news from this week. And I actually want to start with um, a nice blog post from Martin, so just um, released. Um, this, this blog post actually refers to an, um, a post that he has created already some mm -hmm. time ago on the tech community. Um, and obviously, we had Martin also, um, Martin and Chandra actually also on the on the show um, last Good week. For real. Yeah. Now he has a he has a, uh, yeah just written a, a small summary and another um, push in this direction because obviously purview is something that is currently very interesting, um, still in the in the early days I would say, especially when it comes to the SAP integration. But there there's a huge potential on yeah. Uh, how did Martin say it is my dashboard lying to me? So how you can really track and and uh, look at the lineage of the data where where your information is coming from. So I think um, definitely great to see that Martin is uh, still blogging very actively on the SAP community. Um, speaking of the SAP community, um, uh, in the recent months there has been this developer survey. So so basically like in the last few years. SAP reached out to the developer community and asked them a few questions. And um, here, more than 1,000 uh, yeah, developers replied, basically. And it's quite interesting. So it's, it's a fairly long um, uh, uh, report, but, but that's actually good. And, and some of the, the, the takeaways are um, that, yeah, cloud is getting more adoption. So, I mean, still 42% are saying no, they're, they're not developing um, in the cloud. Oh. Um, but um, the number is increasing. So 48% are saying, yes, we, we are um, using cloud platform for the development. So that's that's one interesting thing. The um, main thing is still the ERP system. Um, mm -hmm. ERP system, the digital core. So 81% um, um, are building on the ERP system. So I think that's um, very interesting. What I also thought quite interesting was this, um, the experience of the audience. So 85% of the respondents said that they have six or more years of professional experience, okay. which I think is good on the one hand side. But on the other hand, um, you might also argue, well, is SAP getting enough new developers yeah, that, that only okay. started one year or two years or something like that? So that's, I think, definitely, do, I, I don't do, know do the they, numbers from a Microsoft side, but. Yeah. Uh, do they have something, uh, what uh, languages or which platform they're referring to in this survey? Yes. Uh, okay. and so I need to scroll down and you can see it, it's loading in the background. Okay. I should have oh, okay. done this before. But uh, so obviously ABAP is, is number one. Yeah, okay. Uh, that is. And then I think there was JavaScript. Python was also fairly um, 
So we're almost there. Oh, here. Yeah. Okay. Is number one, JavaScript, mm. Python, Java, C sharp. So yeah. How about yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a long list, but yeah, ABAP is, is clearly the number one, but obviously we we ask an, an SAP community here. Mm -hmm. The other thing and that, or the last thing, and again, there's a lot of content, but uh, the, the mm -hmm. last thing that I want to highlight, um, th there was a question, um, how do you learn? What are the, uh, the areas where you get your information from? And YouTube was uh, one of the, on, on the first places. So I think with our podcast, uh, yeah, probably, we're definitely yeah. on the right track here uh, that, that <laughs> we have this on YouTube. I mean, we obviously also have an audio version available, but uh, yeah. so maybe uh, since we never do this typically, but if you have not yet subscribed to our channel, definitely yeah, now please. click on the subscribe <laughs> button. And now it's time. With us. Yeah. Good. So, so this is the, the developer um, survey, which has, has a lot of great insights, and I think it's definitely mm -hmm. worth to, to spend some time on it. But um, the next thing, um, Brad Smith was currently in in Germany actually, and um, along this his visit to Germany, he also published this very very long blog post on uh, how Microsoft responds to the European cloud providers. Um, mm. So th the idea is obviously th there's a lot of concern from European customers and companies on on Azure, but I think Microsoft is taking this really, really serious and, and is really very transparent, very open, working with the, with the governments on this. And basically in this rather long blog post, um, Brett outlines what Microsoft is doing actually, what are the areas where Microsoft is investing in um, data protection, data governance, and working with the European community or European um, Council there. And they also talk about um, the sovereign cloud um, mm -hmm. that um, SAP and Avarto are um, setting up um, leveraging Microsoft Azure infrastructure. So it's a fairly long report, but I think um, it, it also really shows how how serious all of this is for, for Microsoft and how much effort Microsoft is really putting in this to really make sure that um, yeah, European customers should not worry or can at least uh, use Azure as a, as a trusted cloud provider. Then Robert, uh, you brought this up. There's um, um, from, from our partner Syntax. Yeah, there's a, there's a nice uh, blog. Uh, this is German, unfortunately, it's, there's no English version. Uh, from Konstantin Klein, uh, he's, he's working for Syntax. What is it very important? As, uh, uh, Konstantin is, uh, I think, 15 years SQL MVP, yeah? something like that. He's a global product manager on the Syntax side, one of our partners. And he this his second blog in direction of SAP and, and, and Azure, and he's writing actually how to approach not just a classical lift and shift and infrastructure approach, yeah. And also that customers should take into account that the, the next step, let's call it, is also integration part. Yeah. Very nice overview of, of what customers should take into account when they are thinking about moving to the cloud. Yeah. Actually, what, what so, I like about them is they, they yeah. are also very much investing in the Power Platform, Power Platform yep, and SAP yep, integration. Yep. And this is exactly yep. what you said. It's not only about the, the lift yep. and shift that migrating the SAP system, but also doing the next steps. And, and that's where I, I've seen some really amazing Power Platform and SAP integration scenarios from them already. So really, really cool to see this. Yep. Okay, moving on. Um, 
we have our build conference um, coming up. Um, build is yep. again. Well, it's not completely virtual, right? Since, for example, in Berlin, we have also yeah. an on-site event there. Um, but I think the, the, the main things are obviously, or everyone can watch it virtual. So, so all the mm -hmm. session will be um, available online. Um, so if you have not registered, um, do this. Because if you register, then um, we are hosting a round table. Um, so basically, the idea is that um, if you are an SAP developer, a Microsoft developer, if you are um, working in this integration space, then we want to learn from you about your experience. Um, so what is going well? What is not so going well? What, what are areas where you would like mm -hmm. to see improvements on our side? So um, if you have a chance, um, so it's on Wednesday, Wednesday evening German time, um, if you if you have time, it would be fantastic if you can join. Um, I, I'm sure we'll have some really good discussions mm -hmm. and we'll be able to learn a lot um, from our customers and partners in this. And area. there is also a session on the uh, build uh, German version also during the working time, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I, in, in, on our side. Yeah. In, in general, think... you mean for, for the build conference? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. From the German part. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that was something. Let me let me actually see if I can. No, this is the English one, but you're right. Yeah. There, there's also yeah, it's English one. So there's also a German version of the site where the content of our our speakers here. Look, yeah, exactly here. And now it's German language, of course. And then you have also the sessions. You will see there are the sessions which are in parallel with some some uh, sessions in US. Yeah, uh, which yeah, are more yeah. or less same, but there are the spe special sessions only for German German speaking uh, countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. There's the yep. uh, the schedule for the Germans. Cool. Yeah. No, un unfortunately, I will not be in Berlin, but <laughs> I think yeah, it would me be too. great to to meet Marianne Dennis. Um, uh, Dennis is one of our global black belts. Uh, mm. Uh, and Daniel, Daniel Meixner actually also was on the show a very long time ago talking about yeah. um, DevOps and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna really, really good, I think. Mm. And there will be some cool announcement. Yep. Okay, but um, before Build and before Sapphire, actually, we had the DSAC Technology Days. Um, and uh, I had the pleasure to to be there to... to uh, meet a lot of customers, partners and colleagues, actually, some of them for the first time um, in person. And um, I also had a chance to do a presentation, a presentation on uh, Power Platform and SAP. And uh, I, I basically started uh, the session uh, by saying, look, um, I don't want to show a lot of slides. Um, I really want to focus on showing you how easy it is to work with the Power Platform. So. Uh, I had prepared like 40 minutes of, of live demos, but mm. since I wasn't sure if everything would actually work out, I did a fallback recording, which luckily I didn't have to to use. But mm. so so this one is basically um, the recording, my fallback recording, where where I guide you through the whole process of starting from Outlook mm. uh, or in, in Excel and then going through the whole low code story. So if you want to see 
um, what you can do with the power platform, especially in the office area, then maybe this video um, might be helpful. I mean, you you will you will go a little bit later um, in the same direction, like like yes. you have a video, and this is what I like because you show really this, you know, how how we usually start to you know interact with data. It's mostly Excel, and then we need to a little bit more complex and more complex, and how to to go to power platform, how to utilize power platform. I, I like the, the the story you are telling there. It's very nice. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, let's let's see what we can do um, in, yeah, in a few later, minutes. Yeah. You, but uh, if you want to go back and, and take a look at the video, then yeah, definitely check it out. So after DSAC um, was Sapphire. And um, mm. obviously there, there are a lot of great um, summary blog posts there that outline what was um, talked about. But I actually like this very short um, summary of tweets from um, Holger Müller. Um, basically, he has this this event tweet collections. I actually don't even know how to do this, but he summarized his tweets um, following the whole Sapphire event, and uh, which is pretty good because th there's there's a lot of uh, yeah precise highlights. Uh, so so, mm -hmm. so some good summary on on this. Uh, so he, he walks through the whole show. Basically, he talks <laughs> about the the highlights um, at Sapphire, the the main points like data transparency, sustainability. And there was one more thing uh, that I forgot actually, but so so he's he's really walking through um, the the whole Sapphire event. What was also cool, there was an analyst briefing before the actual event, and yeah. unfortunately, I I don't. This was probably not streamed or anything, but it must have been really really interesting because Holger uh, he asked some nasty questions apparently. Uh, to to all the participants, and apparently mm -hmm. there was some some really really good uh, uh, replies from from okay. all the participants. So take a look at these uh, these tweets. Um, I think this is a nice uh, summary. Mm -hmm. huh. Now, having said that, um, Sapphire DSAC low code was was again um, a very very important topic, and I actually I, I talked to the um, to, to several colleagues from SAP during Sapphire, and and again, the idea was let's let's take a look at um, what can you do with the Power Platform, what can you do with the with the SAP side. And before we go to the Power Platform, I, I quickly want to highlight a few things because actually I I was quite impressed what SAP has done um, uh, with the all around the the low code investments, and it was really fantastic to speak to the colleagues from SAP to the product managers that were there at, at Sapphire, and they could show me um, some of the demos and scenarios. And I, I just quickly want to highlight also um, what, what is available there on the on the SAP side. So SAP process automation, I mean, all of this is part of the business technology platform, but mm -hmm. um, with the SAP process automation, you have this RPA functionality where you can create workflows, similar like our Power Automate, uh, I would say, but it's, um, mm -hmm. it's very well embedded into the um, SAP world, obviously, mm -hmm. and definitely helps a lot of SAP um, experts to to streamline and automate um, their processes. So I think um, it's if you are an SAP user, I think it's definitely worth um, to check out the SAP process automation. <clears throat> Similarly, if we go to the to the applications, um, SAP AppGyver again, similar to our um, SAP um, Power App. Um, with AppGyver, uh, you you can create new applications. So if you um, have an SAP process automation flow or something like that that you want to consume, or if you want to consume 
an OData service, then with um, AppGyver you can by just dragging and dropping um, yeah, some some icons and, and tools, you can also create some some cool applications. So so again, I think a, a nice uh, here you can see a small um, video, uh, a nice tool that helps you to um, quickly create a new application. So I thought that was that was also um, quite interesting um, to see from SAP there. Actually, if you want to learn more, there, there's an um, build, extend and automate with SAP's powerful low code, no code solutions community call coming up. So uh, next week there is this uh, this event on, on, on YouTube. So uh, we have all the links again in, in our show notes there. So if you want to take a closer look and uh, check this out, or there's even a very uh, a much longer and 18 hour uh, learning journey utilizing low code applications for citizen developers. I have not checked it out to be honest, um, but uh, it sounds very, very detailed to, to really get started with the low code offering um, from the SAP side. So I think low code is there. Um, I know that there, there are some discussions whether it's, it is, is it really production ready? Should, can I really mm. use it? And oh, it's mm. taking away my jobs and, and all these kind of things, which I don't really agree with. Um, I, I think uh, uh, we, we have a good story, a very mature story in the meantime um, with low codes. But if you want to check this out from, from the SAP side, then I think there, there's a lot of content there available. Yeah, I mean, you know, from, from this low code perspective, mean that you don't need to know anything. But uh, I mean, it's a little bit wrong because uh, wrong assumption, because you need to understand the source. You need to understand what you are looking for from where you need to understand the source of data. Yeah? So then also, you know, you need to know how to call that, how to use those connector, multiple connectors. And also on the other side, you need to a little bit understand about UI and how to create the controls, what is usability and so on. So it's easy. You don't need to really, you know, control and handle events and everything and what you usually need to do from that side is really low code, but still you need to know, you know, what you want to achieve on the end, but it's very nice tools. I'm also, if you take a look Power Platform on our side, you can do amazing stuff, and you'll now show that to us. Or <laughs> let's let's hope so. Yes, but yeah. I think you you brought up a very very important point, and and I think yeah. that's again something where Microsoft is investing quite a lot, and that is what we call this fusion teams. That the low coder is only doing some portions of the whole process. Mm -hmm. There's also the pro coder, or maybe the ABAP expert, the SAP yep. expert, and they work together. And I think. One of the areas where, where Microsoft is investing really a lot is to, to make sure that these two worlds are coming together. But mm. as you said, let, let's let's take a look at this. And um, mm. in, in contrary to, to what where, where the SAP tooling is going, and again, I, I like the SAP tooling, but I think the audience um, that the SAP tooling story is addressing with our customers is a very different one from the um, audience that we are addressing with the Power Platform. Mm. So. With the SAP tooling, you are a user that knows about the business technology platform. Yep, you are a user yep. that knows about um, yeah, SAP Fiori, about the business application studio and all these tools. With the Power Platform, I think we are, we are taking a different approach where we are more addressing the user that is coming from the office world. And, and mm. what, what I would like to start with is um, here, if, if we take a look at Excel, for example, um, and actually, let, let me let me try uh, out with a with a completely fresh Excel sheet. Um, okay. Everyone, I think everyone who's using SAP is also using Excel. Um, you, you copy data from from the SAP system. You 
uh, paste it into Excel and you get started. Now, um, obviously you can do this. And, and here, for example, I, I already have some, some information here in a, in a small table. Now, if I want to create this in an SAP system, what I would typically do, I would copy and paste this information um, over and that's it. With um, the Power Platform, what I can do is I can just uh, go here to data and if I click here on, on this flow icon, then Power Automate flow opens up within my Excel tool. So I don't need to start um, the Power Platform independently of, of, of Excel. I, I have this native experience. So we bring this functionality to the end user in, in a very seamless way. And then what I can do is I, I can just create here, for example, um, a new flow. I, I could start from a, a template. I could start from an um, instant, so-called instant cloud flow, or I can here yeah. just select one of these templates below. So template send an okay. email for a selected row, or I don't know, mm -hmm. um, post a message to Teams for a selected row, for example. Or what what we can also do is for a selected row, um, um, start a custom action. And if we do mm -hmm. this, um, so here is the the authentication happening. So we obviously need to connect to Excel. So we'll, we'll just click here on continue. And now I'm ready to create my flow. And this flow can, yeah, obviously it has a, as a starting point. So for a selected row, um, I start probably with a certain table. So maybe I have multiple sheets here, but I have one, one sheet here. And then we have mm -hmm. this table has a certain name if I click here. So this is table one. Okay, so we go there. Mm -hmm. And then I just add a new step. And mm -hmm. here um, we have multiple ways how we can connect to an SAP system. Um, we have the possibility to call um, <clears throat> Power Automate flow. So uh, we have also this RPA tooling, for example, where I can really simulate clicks. And that's something that I've, for, for example, already prepared. So I can run a flow from a Power Automate desktop. So, so that's our, actually, I need to switch uh, users here. I think. That's the one. So I, I can select one of these uh, these uh, pre-configured um, scripts and then um, I can just run it in an attendant mode and you can already see it's asking me for the product ID for the pro and, and I can just select here product ID, for example, and product name. So I, I just do do the mapping. And then if I if I run this, then um, we, we, we actually simulate the clicks to um, um, open up the SAP GUI to go to a certain transaction and then to to enter the data in the SAP system. So mm -hmm. it's a, a fairly easy starting point. And another thing that me let me just delete this here. Another thing that we could do is there's also an SAP ERP connector. So really using remote function calls or BARPs to connect to the SAP system. So if I do this, um, then Again, I need to select here my user. So I've configured an, um, an RFC user. Now I need to uh, enter the host name. So my host name is 10705. So this host is behind a firewall, obviously. So we have um, something <laughs> called an on-premise data gateway. It's, it's very similar to um, the SAP Cloud Connector. So it allows us to connect to an SAP system behind a firewall. Um, then obviously I need to enter the, the client ID and the system number. And now I can look up um, function modules. So if I start, this is a demo system. So if I start for EPM, oh no, sorry, uh, what's the name? Barpi EPM products, for example. So I just, oh, 
Wait, there is an error. I have the oh, wrong okay. setting. Okay, sorry. So this was the, the the wrong client ID. That's why we got the the error message. It's client 001. Now, if we go back here and we search for bar PEPM, then we should get. Ah, come on. Ah, here here we go. There it was. So bar we need to wait a bit. Um, then it looks up all the available um, bar piece. And now, for example, I could, um, in our case, I could do an um, product create, for example. And you can see now here, um, it dynamically loads all the fields. And I could now say, okay, here, this is the product ID. Um, this is the uh, type code. Okay, I would need to hard code, but this is the product name and so on. So, so now I can map the fields from here into um, my, uh, my ERP connector. And that's actually pretty powerful. Of course, coming mm. back to, to the point that you mentioned before, here yeah. I need to have some SAP expertise Knowledge, yeah. because yeah, yeah. what is header data category or header data type code? Maybe I, I don't know. And that's actually something where SAP um, also adopted OData. So mm -hmm. what we can also do, ah, okay, uh, it's not here. Let me switch. Let me actually open this one up here. So instead of doing this within Excel, let me do this over here. So I'll um, take a look at my uh, existing flows here. And um, if I actually, or let let me actually no here this one select. I'll just pick up this for a selected row. So so this is our um, flow that is called from Excel, and you can already see. Um, if I go in here, so we, we tested it with the ERP connector, with the um, uh, Power Automate desktop, and if I search here for OData, then you can see an OData service here. And the reason why it didn't show up um, in Excel right now was um, this connector is currently in, in preview, in private preview, so so okay. not everyone can, can use it immediately. But um, here now I have the same functionalities as before. Um, so I can update, I can create, I can um, read information. And for example, if I would select here the cre create OData, then mm -hmm. of course I need to again provide, or not again, but I need to provide um, the URL of my OData service. So if I put in this one here and let me actually, oh, that's good. Then now I can browse here for the um, entities. So uh, you can see there's a business partner, a contact partner, a product set. And keep in mind, this is the very same information that is also used by SAP Fiori. And um, mm -hmm. now we're just getting this information and um, making it available in the Power Platform. And you can see it's it's much easier to read. So this is product ID. Well, it's still type code, but it's it's more readable. And, and potentially this OData service could be even more um, um, human readable, so to say. So um. <clears throat> with this, we have these different ways how we can easily connect um, from Excel via Power Automate um, to an SAP system. Okay, let me let me clean this up again, or at least uh, that I that I don't forget. So with this, with Power Automate, we have this way to easily connect our Office products, like what mm -hmm. we've seen with Excel. But the same is true, obviously, for Outlook, for Teams, for PowerPoint, and um, with other scenarios and and there there are literally hundreds of connectors mm. available so th this list here is a huge huge list and there, there are a lot of connectors also from third-party applications um natively available so for me it's very easy to create a new flow and then um connect to 
um, different backend systems. I think, you know, it's somehow with small this flow add-in, what is part of Excel, you're opening complete, you know, Azure platform world, but also SAP platform world. So you can just utilize all those connectors, all those fee, uh, advanced services or third-party services to enrich your actually Microsoft Office. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yep. It's and it's, it's fairly easy, even if there's no direct connector. For example, there's an HTTP yeah, connector. Yeah, so yeah. I can use this to call any REST service for it. To example. trigger, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really, really nice. Yep. And once I have this Power Automate, then what we often see is, well, now let's create an application, a standalone application. Maybe you don't yeah. want to have this specifically in your um, in, in office, but you want to have a, a standalone application. Maybe you want to have an application running um, on your mobile device or something like that and that's also something that you can very easily do so let me let me just do here um podcast uh, let, let's create a podcast application mm -hmm. and um with with this one now now we are rendering the, the the framework basically so here you can see the small um canvas here and i can just for example um uh yeah what do we do we start with a button here um that, that we let, let's call this load from sap or something like that and um we'll we'll connect this button with an action with a power automate flow action so i'll um, just go in here I'll, I'll look for um available flows and i think i have a fetch here there, there's the fetch products mm -hmm. so we'll just <clears throat> use this one so now we are we are um connecting to let me actually while this is loading let me open this one up quickly or here let's go over here uh so this is our fetch product so it's a very very simple flow okay. it just has an input a trigger which is our power automate and then it just mm -hmm. queries an data service so very very mm -hmm. simple now um hopefully there it is so now if i click this button then we, we fetch this this information and now what I can do next is I'll just um, visualize this in a in a so-called gallery mm -hmm. um, so so let's do this okay. and um, actually what we'll do is we can do this a little uh, bigger we can maybe select here because I don't have some pictures at the moment we'll mm -hmm. select this one we, we don't need details so what we want to do is if someone clicks here this button so on select what we'll do is we'll do a clear collect so that's the name we will call we'll buffer basically the information um mm -hmm. that is coming from our um from our power automate flow mm -hmm. and then we, we put the, this information in that product and now mm -hmm. if i just click on here then it already tries to map the information now we don't see anything why because we have mm -hmm. not yet loaded information from the sap so yeah. i can do this directly here i just click on the load button and now we are fetching the data from the sap system and there you go so now we have here well not really relevant information i mean here we have the category which probably doesn't make a lot of sense but i can just go in here and say well what mm -hmm. others do we have well we have a name okay, yeah, okay. so let's take the mm -hmm. name um okay. then Maybe let's do here the category. Okay, so here we have the category. And, and this is something how can very easily build um, uh, an, an application in the Power App. Now, it's it's very interesting, you know, you just you just collect your information first time and now you're using those information like your demo data 
to beautify your application uh, because in, in you know if you are doing that uh, in in old way you need to somehow simulate that you need to create demo data you need to be sure that everything is mapping correctly now you have your demo data you just need to beautify that in this application uh. absolutely yep. and actually beautifying is a, is a nice um, keyword because yeah. look at this this date here um that's yeah. probably not a very beautiful thing in in power app and now this is another area where i think this whole breadth and, and amount of investment that Microsoft mm -hmm. is doing in general in the area of low code, but, but also in other areas, like, for example, um, natural language recognition and stuff like that. So, you, you know, the, the work that we're doing with GPT-3, um, the work that we've done in GitHub Copilot, for example, um, we're doing now the same thing also in, in the low code area. And so keep in mind, um, for you, Robert, this is very easy to to use some regular expressions to to mm. uh, to change this in the in the in in the format that you actually like. But let's say for a business user, this is a huge challenge. The business user probably doesn't even know what a regular expression is. Now, what we can do is if we go here to ideas, mm. and we can say, well, look, this is actually not the date format that I want. What I would like, okay. I don't need this this timestamp. I just need the date, mm -hmm. and actually. I don't need it like this. I am, since I'm here in oh. Germany, okay. I would like the format to be like this. Now, what I can do is I can click here on Get Ideas, and now Power Automate is using this GPT-3 model to say, ah, hey, this on. is the target, or this is the, the source, this is the target. So this is probably the right way to format this information. And now what I really want to highlight, and this is, so for example, here we have May 3rd, here we have, 10th of September. So, so September, you can yeah. see that these are different dates. Now, if I click on apply, then we apply okay. this formula. Oh, and now we have the, the right date. And wow. that's for me another really amazing thing that, that we are doing there. We are really helping the business user um, to create. So this is the way, okay, how you did it, I have no idea, but it's working. Yeah? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but that's yeah. the for the business yeah. user. They, yeah, okay. they would probably not be able to write this one here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Power Automate helped them to, to come to mm. this conclusion. Great. So, and, um, whenever I, I see these, these easy demos here, um, the next thing is well, um, you need to have a barcode scenario. So, so that's mm -hmm. apparently the, the big thing. Uh, interaction, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. so, uh, what you what you can do here, and actually, uh, that's actually not the one that I wanted to show. But uh, let me, uh, okay, well, let me go in here. So, um, creating, um, I think that that's the one that I wanted to show actually. But I cannot open it. Oh, maybe it's here. Sorry for that. Um, so I, I quickly want to show how easy it actually is to mm -hmm. also work with um, uh, with these barcode functionality. So if you really want to use native mobile um, scenarios, and that's um, when you uh, yeah basically just start again with creating this canvas. Uh, you you move some buttons around to um, connect to the SAP system. So again, you leverage the information from um, the SAP system to to retrieve information, mm -hmm. and then um, you just add here. There's a there's a um, under media. There's a barcode scanner. Um, oh, there's okay. a web barcode scanner, a, a mobile barcode scanner, and you you just enter this, and then you you specify 
um, what should be what, what should happen when 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 this barcode mm -hmm. is scanned? Um, then you, for example, once I have this information, I can do um, I can call another um, power automate flow. This um, in this okay. specific case, we're just connecting to an API that retrieves um, information what is behind the barcode, and then in okay. the last step here. Um, I'll just um, write the, um, so again. I'll, I'll just um, call another Power Automate flow that creates the mm -hmm. information in the SAP system. So okay. a very simple scenario. And actually, let me uh, move here over my my mobile. So this is really. Uh, let me try to resize this a little. Mm -hmm. So this is now my mobile device. I have it here. So if I click here on the scan button. Oops, there we go. So you see my messy uh, desktop, and here there's there's a nice uh, book that talks about SAP and Microsoft integration. If I scan the barcode, okay, that was already it. Then I can just click on look up the barcode. So now we're we're taking this this barcode information from the specific book. We are um, retrieving um, the information like the title, the author, and some subtitles. And now I just can click on um, create an SAP system, and we are creating um, this new item in our SAP system. So, so we're we're using the OData service, or we're using the um, um, ERP connector to create the information in the SAP system. So, I think um, that's more or less the, the the main things that I wanted to to show so to just highlight um, the the Power Automate flow. To show that we have a lot of connectivity options to connect to um, Microsoft services, to SAP services, to to completely anything, different yeah. services, to anything, mm -hmm. and then to also have a visualization layer in the Power App where we can, um, yeah, create, for example, a mobile application. But also, as we've as we've started, basically, to embed this in Excel, to embed this into Outlook, mm -hmm. to embed this in in other services, and that's for mm -hmm. me really the. Uh, the power of the, the the power platform, I would say. You know, actually, last episode when we discussed about uh, what is now Microsoft Purview, not Azure Purview anymore. Huh? Yes. So I mean, this also, you know, very nice fit to what you present today because last session we discussed about how to unify the different sources, how to recognize my data, how to know what I'm looking for, how to search that data, which can help me actually to to understand okay which source I need to uh, somehow integrate in my application. What is also in, uh, interesting, you show the different the um, flows which you are using behind those buttons. So that means someone can create the collection of flows for me. Yeah, maybe ah. someone which more experience uh, about that uh, data source, and I can just utilize that. Great example, exactly, yep. and that, that's again mm -hmm. coming to this to this point of separating of um, experiences. If um, yep. in order to create such an ERP connector, I need to have some understanding of the SAP yep. system. Yeah, this can be done by an SAP expert. Once yep. that is done, I'm just consuming here exactly. the Power Automate flow that returns product information or that returns invoices or purchase mm. orders and i i don't need to know the specifics um anymore about mm. how this is done in the sap system yeah mm. great great point yeah great great so uh dear dear uh 58 of of sap non-cloud developers if you want to learn how to develop cloud here's a way how to do it yeah. <laughs> and next I time when sap 
uh, execute that survey, we'll have much more. Yeah, let, let's see how it is uh, um, next year. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Ah, very oh, interesting. I think, yep. I think there was a, a quick uh, uh, walkthrough to through uh, the low-code yep. tooling, both on the SAP on the Microsoft side. If you are mm -hmm. interested here on our channel, we have lots of content mm -hmm. um, around this. Um, I think um, you, Robert, also had some some topics with um, Martin, with Martin Pankratz. There are also yep. some videos that go in this direction. So yeah, definitely check it out. Yep, great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.